Welcome to the RunFit365.com podcast, episode 37. Booyah! Welcome to the RunFit365.com podcast. I'm Travis. Hey, this is Dan. Dan, um, <laughs> I know we just did our first kind of edit ever, and I wasn't going to talk about it. I wasn't going to mention it. I was just going to let it slide, but um, we've been doing this 30, this is our 37th episode, and w- these things have went off without a hitch. They've been perfect, right? Far well, from, as perfect as it far, like it. <laughs> far from perfect. So yeah. I, we're doing our standard intro, and um, it was just a train wreck, so... Um, I'm still not sure what happened. Maybe I can pull that little recording out and play it at the end uh, for the listeners. A blooper. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Um, Perfect. So episode 37, really cool stuff here. Um, Dan, I know you've pulled um, essentially 27 tips for running etiquette. um, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's really cool stuff. Um, Looking forward to that. But wanted to pick your brain, pick Coach Dan um, Cusin's brain on this. Um, some really cool stuffs happening right now in the track and field world. This is the 2015 um, World Championships are going on essentially right now um, in Beijing. And I thought with the topic of running etiquette, and I don't know if this fits with running etiquette or not, but um, it's all over the internet right now. Um, the story that happened and played out in the women's 10K. Um, and if you haven't seen the story, if you Google um, World Track and Field Championships 2015 10K, I'm sure you'll get like a million hits. But mm-hmm. essentially, what happened coming down the home stretch, there was two U.S. runners battling for the bronze medal. And um, Molly Huddle, who's the current 5,000 meter record um, holder for America felt like she had third place secured um, coming down the home stretch. You watch the video play out, you can just see it happening. And it looked like she started to kind of close down with 10. I mean, it's just like 10 feet to go, isn't it, Dan? I mean, it's. Oh, maybe less than that. It, it, I mean, it is seriously like feet away from the finish line. And, she kind of shuts down the engine and um, starts to raise her hand in celebration because she just won the bronze, a bronze medal at the World Championships. It's a big deal. In her mind, yeah. Yeah, and right, I mean, it's just like you feel so bad. Just right as she's crossing the line, her teammate, who's got a fascinating story too, um, Enfield comes back and just outleans her at the finish line. <laughs> And um, it just reminded me, as we started, you know, doing some basic prep for this session on running etiquette, um, you know, in in middle school, when we started running, our coach would tell us essentially two things. It was, what do you teach seventh graders about running? It it was just (laughs) like, never look back. So when you're racing, never look behind you. And the second thing was, always run through the finish line. And it's just... It's heartbreaking uh, to see that happen to Molly Huddle, but at the same time, it's just, um, for Enfeld, it's just a great story of never giving up and just running through the finish line. So, um, One of the lessons to all of us. <laughs> yeah, it, it <laughs> to really, keep moving. Yeah, it really is. And um, 
it, it, it's just a great reminder and um, uh, of that. And I don't know how many of us kind of will find ourselves in a foot race at the end of the end of a race, but it always it seems to happen more than you think, especially in some of these big marathons. You're um, you know where every second counts for a personal record or a personal best. Um, getting into a nice foot race at the end of that um, race is a is a nice way to kind of finish strong and get a PR. So um, I thought that was a great kind of story to kind of introduce running etiquette, and it it may or may not fit with some of the stuff Dan that you have, but boy, it's been blowing up the internet this these past couple days. Yeah, the, the when I saw that story, I saw the picture of Huddle right after when she realizes what happened and just sort of processing through it. it it's just to her what a what a terrible feeling. But um, and and when I was pulling together some of these rules of etiquette, um, I found there's a lot of them specific to racing. And so what you just covered were two great ones in terms of racing. And I I'd like to do a separate podcast on racing etiquette. Uh, the ones that I pulled together for this podcast are more around training and, and probably not um, probably not as helpful as the you know never look behind you and, and finish to the end. Uh, but some of these things, if you're especially if you're relatively new to running, uh, you may not know some of these things. And some of them are pretty pretty dumb and cheesy if you ask me, but they're still <laughs> they're still on the list of 27 or so that I pulled together. So we'll. Uh, We'll get the voice of customer and hear what people think of this list. That's awesome. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> cool. Well, let's just jump right in, Dan. I think my little intro there took us maybe off track with the timing here, but um, I'm anxious to hear those 27 because, um, you know, if you're a new runner, these things will probably be fresh and new to you. Yeah, and I wouldn't worry about time. There's a couple that will probably just kind of breeze through. They're pretty simple. But, um, you know, the first several are specific to the track. And um, I'm hoping, True Travis, you can kind of ring in on some of what you've experienced because, honestly, I, I don't have a lot of experience with etiquette. I probably do a lot of things wrong. In fact, when I was pulling together this list, I thought, oh, oh I shouldn't be doing that. And, uh, <laughs> but you've got a lot more experience. So especially with the track and things like that, please uh, speak up when you're when I've missed something. Um, so I'll start off with, with about five or so from the track, and then we'll kind of go through and um, do the rest. But So from a track perspective, um, you know, probably the, a lot of the common sense ones are, you know, there's the different lanes, the inner lanes, the outer lanes. And typically what you'll find is the outer lanes are for the slower uh, runners and the inner lanes are for the faster runners, kind of like a, a highway. Um, but be sure to uh, think about that and, and not run in the left or the inner lanes uh, in a slow way. If, if, you're being, if you're not passing somebody, you're probably better off to, to scoot over to the right. And that's just um, you know common sense and, and being nice to, to faster runners around you. Uh, so pass on the left when you have to pass, and especially when you're, um, you know, if you're doing intervals or something, and you're during the rest phase, uh, definitely go out to that outer, outer side of the track. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, counterclockwise is the the direction. That sometimes that's, uh, you know, people shake that up, but that's typically what you'll see. And unless everybody else is going clockwise, um, you know, typically go uh, counterclockwise. Um, and keep in mind that a track is a very expensive thing to maintain. Well, we're really lucky in our 
neighborhoods to have schools that maintain forests. And nowadays, I mean, most of them are in, you know, have a, a rubber or a asphalt or, you know, really nice uh, pavement to them. Uh, but it's a very expensive thing to, to maintain. And uh, I think some runners get a little irritated to see people just kind of going out on their, their nightly walk out there. And, you know, I, I guess that's an okay thing, but just keep that in mind that it's better for a, something very specific like a, a race or um, specific kind of training where you have to measure your 200s or 400s or whatever uh, versus just going out there for a recovery run or an easy run. Save your easy runs or recoveries and or walks, um, you know, for your neighborhood or for regular roads or trails. Uh, try to avoid using it on the track just so, you know, over time it doesn't wear it out as fast. If everybody did that, we'd have, you know, a lot less taxes in our school system probably. There, there you go, right. Um, when you are uh, doing things like stretching, you know, after you've warmed up or whatever and you're stretching, take that off the track. Don't do it right in the lanes. You get in people's way that to run around you. That's that's not cool. That's bad etiquette. Or etiquette. Um, make sure you stretch off the track. And as well, um, keep your belongings like your drinks, your clothes, your keys, things like that. Keep all those things off the track as well. Uh, all those things are very common sense and, and probably most people know it, but they're worth calling out and... Um, you know, maybe something jumped in there that you didn't know. No, I, I think those are all good. And another thing, you know, I, I just think back to some of my track seasons. And really, when you get used to running counterclockwise on that track, um, if your body's not used to running on a track, that left turn, you're always making a left turn. Yeah. Um, all It works your muscles in a, strange, a different way, not a strange way, but... Um, if you're just using the track for, say, your long runs, um, you just want to be careful with, with that continuous kind of left turn motion of, um, I know it's subtle, but over time that can really oh, yeah. get on your um, ankles and kind of stabilizing muscles. And um, I've seen a lot of people get injured just from, you know, you know, just jumping on a track for the first time in years and doing some workouts there. They, you know... It, it really wears on you. I know it's not an etiquette issue, but it's something to think about to keep you know keep you safe. That's a really good point, yeah. and not to mention how monotonous is it to run in a circle, yeah. and it's so flat. I mean, almost no race is that flat unless you race on a track. So it's always good to run on something that's a little bit less um, less flat yeah. because it's a little bit more realistic as well. Yeah, absolutely. Very good point. All right, so let's just kind of go into the rest of them. A um, couple of re regarding trails, and, you know, I'm sure this list could be hundreds long, um, but th these are the ones that I found that were pretty, um, I don't know, pretty good, I guess. Um, so trails, if you, if you run on trails, um, a lot of trail systems, at least lots that I've seen, um, have a specific direction to them. Uh, you might have a one-way loop, and if you don't know or pay attention to the signs, you could be running against traffic. And sometimes it's mountain bikes, sometimes those are uh, runners, uh, and sometimes on trails, especially, um, you know, what we call a real trail, not one of those, um, you know, wide ones that had the same width the whole time. You could find a really narrow spot and you're, you're up against uh, a mountain bike and somebody's got to give and you certainly don't want to put that person over the edge on their bike. So just make sure you pay attention to the, the traffic flow of those things. They usually do a pretty good job of signage. Um, and 
I one time I was going on a, a trail in in southern Indiana, and they were having a race, um, and we weren't going very fast. We we're just kind of doing like a, a regular run, just uh, especially if you're out on the trails or anywhere where there's a race going on. Uh, let those people go by. They're they're going for time and they're trying to accomplish something. Uh, make sure you don't uh, you know get in their way. And um, and actually that was the second one. Make sure you get to the side if uh, you see other runners or cyclists uh, gaining on you, especially if you're going downhill. So it's harder to stop. So keep an eye around you and and you know notice who's uh, gaining on you and let them around. Um. Okay, some just some general rules now or general etiquette. Uh, be on the lookout for yourself because, you know, especially in this day and age, if you're running on the road or near a road, uh, you know, we've talked about this in other podcasts, it, people are not, uh, they're staring at their phones while they're driving or they're, yeah. you know, looking off the side of the road or whatever. you got to protect yourself. So just a basic rule of, of etiquette is, um, you know, have your head on a swivel, keep looking out for, for everything around you and make sure you're protecting yourself. Um, very basic rule, run against traffic on a road, but if you're on a trail system or a sidewalk, uh, it's, it's just like riding, uh, riding, sorry, driving on a road, stay to the right, pass on the left, very simple stuff. Um, one that I see all the time in our, our local sort of popular paved trail systems, especially on the weekend, um, you know, you go out for a bike ride, you go out for a run, and you have a, a group of people, five people wide, and they're just taking up the whole trail system, and they're going very slow, and they're not being um, courteous of anybody else. And you have to go around them, and you have to wait for oncoming traffic. So I guess my whole point of saying that is, um, typically what I saw, and again, I'm not an expert, but I, I read a lot about running two people wide is pretty much the extent of, of how far you want to go. I suppose if you're in a, uh, area where the trail's wider, or if you, um, on a very unpopulated trail, you could do maybe three, but be very cognizant around how, how much room you're taking up, uh, the people running around you, how many people are passing you. Um, oncoming traffic, all those things. Make sure you don't take up too much space and be um, courteous to that. Um, as you're coming up on people, let's say you're running faster than others, it's courteous to let them know you're coming up behind them. So the, the famous Captain America, Winter Soldier, on your left. Yes. Um, you know, yeah. just make sure you do it so it, there's enough time for them to react. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes it surprises me and, you know, might throw you off your run a little bit. So, you know, give them enough time to react but uh, and don't scare them. Just, you know, give them a little bit of a notice that you're coming up behind them so they can get out of your way a little bit and, and make that pass a little bit easier. Um Yield to crosswalks and stops. Don't assume other cars and bikes will stop because many times they won't. And in fact, uh, a lot of them around where we live, it's the uh, it's the runner or the cyclist that has to stop, not the driver. Um, if you are a driver, I read this one. This is pretty good common sense. Um, you know, I hate when I'm running and I come up to a. It's my responsibility. It's responsibility to stop at the street. And a car will basically all but slam on their brakes to let me pass. If you're a driver and, and somebody's actually stopping, 
just keep going because it's, it's more annoying to the runner or the cyclist to, you know, resume in front of you uh, than, than you just zoom by. But, um, again, if, they're, if it doesn't look like they're going to stop and it looks unsafe, then you might want to uh, put on your brakes then. Um, use the crosswalk mostly for safety, but also just an annoyance when people jaywalk and unpredictable in terms of where you're going to go across and uh, just common sense, I guess. Um, this is a pretty terrible list, Travis. No, it's good. I mean, if you're, if you're new to running, this stuff is, I mean, hopefully what people are hearing is things that, you know, they're validating what they already know. And if people are hearing new things, um, it's all positive. These are all good reminders, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you're about the most, uh, half glass full person hey, I've ever hey, met. Hey, happy training, my man. That's our <laughs> motto. Happy training. Uh, if you run with a dog, um, you know, just be, well, a couple things. As a, I mean, I, I like dogs, don't get me wrong, but I can't stand dog owners that, um, you know, let their dog uh, use the restroom and don't clean up and all, all that stuff. That's that's one issue. But if you're running with a, jo- with a dog, um, keep them close and controlled. Make sure they're not, uh, you know, getting in the way of other runners or scaring other runners or barking and that sort of thing. If you have that kind of dog, it's better not to go running where there's other people running. Um, you know, just do that on a road or something where there's not a lot of people running. Um, acknowledging others is just a very nice thing to do. It also breaks up sort of the awkwardness of should I say anything, should I not? If we just all did that, then it would be a lot easier. Um, I've, I've ridden motorcycles for a handful of years and um, the one thing that I notice that's really cool about the motorcycle people is, um, you know, they're all walks of life. They're all looks and shapes and sizes. And no matter if you're the the oldest Harley dude versus the, the dude on the, stripe, uh, the street bike, almost every single person does a, some sort of wave. And it's, it's like the coolest thing. And it is similar with runners. I think if we all did the same thing, there would be no um, awkward moment of should I look at them, should I wave. Um, and so if you just, you know, do your cool little wave, like the motorcycle wave, a little bit low and just sort of a hey, or smile at them or, or say hey or whatever. Um, you know, typically if you're within 10 or 20 feet of them, that's a good time to do it. It's just a cool thing to do and, and it makes it easier to, you know, past people. I'm so glad you have that on your list. That that's like that we look for we live for that on our long runs because we run on a really highly populated um, trail system here in the Midwest, and um, it, it's funny how you know that to me that is just like the most fundamental etiquette kind of guideline is we always say hi and good morning to runners because you're out there you've got a you've got a connection is what we feel like, but. It's amazing how many people, how many runners just kind of, they look and they kind of, you know. They yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's what, you know, it's just like they connect with your eyes and they just keep keep going. And it's just, um, you know, we always kind of get a good laugh at that. But um, it, it is so nice to just kind of connect with people and say hello and, um, you know, good job and it, it, that's just really good etiquette. I'm glad that made your list and that made me smile right now. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah. Maybe one out of 27 is yeah. good. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so watch for other runners in need. I mean, I, I, 
none of us want to stop our training run, especially if we're in the middle of something and we're into it or whatever. But um, if we don't pay attention to each other, I mean, I don't know about you, but if I was uh, having some issues and I needed help, I'd, I'd rather somebody notice me and stop their training run to help me. So things like in, in the heat where you haven't hydrated well or whatever, or the cold or if you're lost or if you're otherwise in trouble, it's, it's really, um, you know, let's watch out for each other just like the whole acknowledgement thing. Uh, let's sort of make this a, a big team event and, um, you know, watch out for everybody and uh, help out as needed. Yeah. Yeah, because you never know. I mean, if, if you see someone, say, limping along, they might be out there on their long run. They could be miles from, um, you know, their next water stop or their house. And just a quick check-in, you may be able to help some, you know, someone out who, um, you know, who knows down the road you may need that same type of help. Absolutely. Uh, pay it forward, right? That's right. That's right. So next one on my list is in terms of music, and I've said, you know, my feeling on music, but uh, everybody listens to, to music at some point or another. And my point about this is if you're running um, in a trail system or on the road or whatever, make sure it's a manageable volume, um, you know, especially around cars and that sort of thing, but even around runners so that you can hear them coming, you can hear them say the on your left or whatever, um, you know, so you're not totally surprised by it, but you can also be conscious of what's going on around you. That's just a, a good rule of thumb. Yep. Um, carry your trash with you if you're doing gels or you're doing some sort of uh, drink or whatever. Um, don't litter. That's just not cool. Uh, use the use the trash system if they've got it in the in the trails, or if they don't, um, you know, stuff it in your pants or something. Yep. Carry it with you. Uh, just don't litter. Yeah, and you know, it's easy if you take gels on a long run that almost every pair of running shorts now has that interior pocket. That's essentially mm -hmm. where um, you store gels. And, and if you take your gel in a spot where there's not a trash system, um, it's really simple to, you know, take your gel and then essentially fold it back up and put it right back into that pocket. Um, you know, save the environment, right? That's right. Yeah. And then give it, you know, it's always... It's always crazy to me when you're walk, you're running down a trail and you see trash everywhere. It's just not you know the environment I want to run in. So right. let's right. keep it clean. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I laugh at this one. Be responsible where you relieve yourself. Um, I've hey, they, seen this is a PG thirteen podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, um, <laughs> it's a PG, right? <laughs> PG. Yeah. Um, yeah, it should be PG. Yeah. Uh, but I've 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 seen. Um, you know, just people off to the side doing their thing. And I guess there's always emergencies and, and that's a special case. But if, if it's just something that you're doing because you can, why don't you wait till the bathroom? That's just a better time to do it. But just to call it out, that's just a etiquette thing that it's better to do uh, behind closed doors if you can. Well, it's a real thing. I mean, especially if you're new to running, it's going to happen. <laughs> it will happen, yeah. It's not a matter of if, but it's it's when, you know, when will you have a GI issue or who knows what on the run. And it, that that's a tricky situation. It always is. And um, it, it's definitely part of the running culture and running etiquette, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely part of the running culture. I'll say, you know, we, we covered a little bit about hydration prior to a race of several podcasts ago. And uh, the one I, one thing I'd see say is 
almost probably every race I've ever done, um, the first mile there's people diving off to the side to pee because they've overhydrated or, you know, they've done too much and they, you know, didn't plan well. So uh, you, you will see this at some point in your, in your career of running. But Yeah, it's funny we're even talking about this. We had a friend over this weekend, this past weekend, who's not a runner, and we were talking about the start of the Chicago Marathon Mm-hmm. And um, don't I, I, you never want to come over to my house for a, for a weekend <laughs> party because this is what we talk about. But we were somehow got on the subject of shortages of porta potties at the start of some of these big marathons. And I mean, it, it truly is. If you've never been to a major marathon event, you will be amazed at what happens at the starting line of some of these events because you've got essentially thousands of runners that have been hydrating, that have been, you know, dieting and preparing for this event. And they find themselves with minutes to go before the start of a race with essentially hundreds of people still on lines for the porta-potties. And, um, you know, they just go. And they just go wherever they... (laughs) I mean, it's just part of the... Again, I think it's just part of the culture. But... um, and I think that's probably a special circumstance, um, you know, when you're in that type of situation. But it's definitely part of the culture, that's for sure. Well, it's accepted. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, ever, nobody's going to, you know, freak out. But, right. you know, if you can avoid it, that's the, it's the best thing to do if you can avoid it and plan ahead. Absolutely. Um, be considerate about where you choose to run, like what, what you choose to use your training run for. So, for example, you know, sometimes it's it's – fun to think about how you could sort of double dip. I'm going to do a training run on the way to the store, pick up, you know, a few items that are light and run back. And I'm going to get in a training run and, and pick up some groceries on at the same time. There's, there's a lot of opportunity for sort of that double dipping, but, you know, be very cognizant about and considered about how you do that and the people you'll be around. Um, for example, I read an article, or not an article, but a, a quick story about somebody that ran to their haircut and I can't imagine, you know, being that the person that does the haircut, you know, how <laughs> right. awkward that is or how smelly that is or whatever. So just be really, you know, considerate about, you know, what you choose as your, um, you know, your training run destinations, I guess. Yeah, I might try that with Alyssa this weekend. Hey, sweetie, I'll meet you at, uh, at um, our favorite restaurant. I'm just going to run there and we'll have a nice <laughs> dinner. <laughs> yeah, a good example. <laughs> Maybe you've done that before. Yeah, that's speaking from experience, and that's a, that's probably the last date we'll ever go on if that happens again. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, another kind of gross one: be considerate where and when you spit. Um, you know, again, something that's pretty much going to happen with you, or or you're going to see other people do it. Um, but you know, just be careful when you do it. Uh, especially in a race, and if we cover races another time, you don't want to spit on somebody else's shoe or something. But you know, go off to the side. It's better to do it when nobody's looking. One to save your own. Um, you know, just, it's less embarrassing if nobody sees you. But nobody wants to see it either. I, I'd be. I'd much rather. You know, if I'm facing somebody and they're running towards me, I'd much rather them wait till they pass me to spit. Um, some phlegm or something, than um, to just do it, you know, right there in front of me. It it is. It's just sort of th- one of those things that happens. But just to be considerate of who you're running around, let's just you know wait that extra second and try to plan it better. Yeah, and it happens. Um, 
this past um, weekend, we were on our long run, and we were actually going over this bridge. Um, and my buddy essentially was trying to abide by the etiquette rules and spit over the edge of this bridge. And I, st- you know, it, it's over a major road here um, in the Midwest, and coming up the ramp on the side of this bridge was someone on a bike and he came <laughs> he came in within inches of um this guy and again he's like man i would have felt so bad if if that would have happened and it's just like um you know on the trail system you just got to be really careful with that and here he was trying to do the best he could and <laughs> here comes somebody up a bike on the side ramp of this bridge so, oh man yeah that would not be cool no it gave us something to talk about for the next couple miles, but yeah, <laughs> okay. it would not have been good. All right, so I got a few more here. Dressed to the weather, but with dignity. Uh, you know, it's hot out this time of year. Uh, in some cases, ninety plus degrees, and uh, a lot of a lot of people like to dress way down, and some of that's appropriate for the heat, uh, and some people probably go a little overboard. So, you know, be be um, you know cognizant of your neighbors, uh, their kids, uh, things like that. So just make sure you're you're dressing uh, with dignity and, and appropriately, but also to to match the weather and, and your needs from a heat perspective. Um, reduce your pocket noise. And this is kind of annoying when somebody has change in their pocket or keys or whatever, and it's not tightly controlled. And especially if, if you're running at a similar pace, and that's all you hear for the entire run. Is that sort of cling, cling, cling? Uh, so just, you know, if you do have change or keys or whatever, uh, you can use like a rubber band. Um, you just make them tighter so they, they're less likely to, to make the noise. And if you are making a lot of noise, it's it's nice to, you know, stop your run, try to reposition, try to get those things in place so that they're not making so much noise, and then move back along. Um Running with others, if you um, particularly if you run at different paces, you might prearrange an agreement to uh, have meeting points so that um, you know there's no awkwardness. That like Travis, if you and I ran together, uh, I would fully expect at some point you're going to run ahead, uh, or because I'm too slow, or, or you know vice versa. So just make those agreements so there's no awkwardness. Um, and then that makes it a whole lot easier. And then if you're running with other people, um, make sure you tie your, your laces responsibly, double on them or whatever. Because the, the least, you know, nobody wants to stop in the middle of their training run to wait for somebody else to tie their own shoe. Um, just be cognizant of that and, uh, you know, think about them as well. And finally, just use common sense. And as I talk through these things, uh, they're they're pretty much all common sense. Maybe if you're a brand new runner, uh, there's a few things on here you didn't hadn't thought about. But other than that, I think it's probably the the worst content I've ever presented. No, I I think it's good stuff. I mean, I I bet people will listen and say they picked up one or two things on etiquette. Um, if nothing else, there were some good stories in there, right? <laughs> I hope you get a laugh at least, but if, it, if nothing else, it tells you we need good content. We really <laughs> want to hear from you guys. Uh, you know, tell us what, what you want to hear about because otherwise we'll keep talking about this kind of junk. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this, hit us up at support at runfit365.com if you've got some ideas to help this 
uh, podcast out. Um, no, I, I thought that all that was good stuff. The racing etiquette um, will be good too because there's a whole kind of um, etiquette around what you can and can't do um, in races or you know what's acceptable in races and things like that. But I think that's a really good list of 27 things that um, if I'm new to running, some of those things are really helpful types of um, of things there, Dan. So solid list, very solid. And if you take nothing else away from this podcast, always remember, never look back and finish the race, right? I mean, <laughs> absolutely. listen to your middle school coach about um, how to finish these things out. So cool. Good stuff, Dan. And we, we actually did wrap it kind of up on time or at least pretty close to. Um, am I, are we missing anything related to RunFit365? It seems like we're still getting tons of uh, people downloading plans and using those plans. Um, I noticed the other day people are giving us shout outs on, um, Instagram, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, just people tagging us that are using the plan. So that's, that, that's great. Anytime, um, you can help promote, um, you know, our mission and kind of vision around run fit 365 of helping any runner that crosses our path. We appreciate that. Yeah, definitely keep the questions coming. Those are great. And, uh, probably one of our better podcasts was our FAQ sort of session and, um, I'm going to use a lot of those things to, to fuel the next one we do. So I love to get those FAQ or, you know, the questions you have about training or, or our plans or whatever. We'll cover that the next time. There's a couple things we've got brewing and I won't let the cat out of the bag, but, um, keep checking in cause we, we got some cool things that we think we'll be doing in the near future. So I think it'll be pretty cool. Cool stuff. Yeah, there's a teaser for you. Stay tuned. Um, Dan, do you want to wrap up episode 37 here? Oh, man. How do we do this? Uh, Okay, so have a great training week and happy training. Welcome to the RunFit365.com. Take two.